Okay, I want you to try again. This time you've got to say Views from the Sofa Presents. Go for it. Views from the Sofa Presents! Perfect. Howdy everybody and welcome to That Movie List Podcast. I am your host, the man of many podcasts, the man who is responsible for the fame of many podcasters. You could say that I'm responsible for the breakout careers of many podcasters. I am Ben White and joining me is one of the people I have made famous really randomly in India. But joining me is Dave. How are you, Dave? Pretty good, thank you. Yeah, how are you? I'm good, yeah. How do you feel about being a, a, a superstar in India, even though that we're, we're recording this in Great Britain? Pretty good, thanks. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah nice yeah. nice to see everyone. Hello. Nice to see everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is it. Just a bamboozled, bamboozled you with the start, haven't I? <laughs> you have a little bit, yeah. You have, but yeah, well, yeah. Just to creep out everyone, yeah, I can see you all. So we're talking about breakout stars today, Dave. Excellent. Well, we're talking about breakout roles. So the idea is um, this top five is the top five roles that launch the careers of actors and actresses. So not necessarily the, their first roles, not necessarily the ones what they were made them famous um, or started their acting career, but the ones that did make them famous, the ones that they broke out and they, they became household names. And the top five roles in that case hmm. made them household names. Um, difficult list to put together. It was made much easier when you clarified the list. So when I when I first started thinking about it, I was thinking about um, first films that made people instant hits. Um, and I could only think of one example off the top of my head for that. But when you said about sort of, it doesn't have to be their first film uh, as their breakout role, it's just the, the one that turned them into a star, then um, yeah, that was much easier. I might have changed the list for the exact reason because I did tell right. you that last week. I did say to you, it's got to be the you know their breakout roles from first films. The first films these people had, you know, the best first films that made them stars, and then did the same thing and realised that most actors aren't stars from their first roles. Yeah, yeah, most of them. It's tricky. Jennifer Aniston playing Lady Next to Cage Two in one of her first roles didn't launch her career. Shockingly enough, it is crazy that. <laughs> so did you go first last time or did I? Um I think I think you went first, so it's probably need to go first this time. All right then. How many of these do you reckon will have the same? Two. Do you? Hmm. I what about you? one. I have okay. one. <laughs> Not a million miles away from two. There's only five anyway. <laughs> we only got we only got five. So two just <laughs> Like one is coincidence. Two feels like there's there's a definitive here, but mm. yeah, this is well, we'll see. This is a good list. This one, anyway. Right, Dave, give me your number one, uh, number five, please. Give me your first option. <laughs> oh, I'm struggling today. I'd go back and record go? it, but I'm not. I'm not going to. No, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to plow through. Excellent. Yeah, we could just start from the first and let everyone turn off earlier, but um, no. Let's let's start with number five. Let's stick to go the on. format. So number five, I've gone for Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. Have you? I have. Because it, it, it launched such a big career. 
Julia Roberts was one of the leading ladies, and that is by all by all accounts a classic. Even though it's a, it's slightly dated now in some of its um, the way it tells the story, it hasn't it hasn't aged well, but it's still a classic. And Julia Roberts went on from this movie to be the huge star that is Julia Roberts. And there's not she's in a, a fairly small group of women that are lead lead actors um certainly around that time um which makes it even more even more of a standout breakout role in my opinion there's something in that i think that she's definitely i think it's still such a small group of like headline powerhouse women isn't it do you know what i mean of of, i've got to watch this film because that woman's in it as opposed to you know, as opposed to this is going to be a great film. Oh, and she's in it. So, you know, people will go and watch a Tom Cruise movie. People will go and watch even more more new stars like like Chris Pratt and people like that. They'll go and watch a film because they're in it. And unfortunately, there isn't enough women where that's the case, I don't think, where people go, I'll go watch it because this one and Julia Roberts is one of those. So I don't particularly want to start naming loads of people in case I just name the five people in our <laughs> lists. But that's, there is something in that. I'm just yeah. not a fan of Pretty Woman. It's all right as a film. Yeah, it's it's all right. I I, I agree. It's not my. It's not nowhere near one of my favourite films, but it's it's a classic all the same. And yeah, it's it just broke the mould at the time a little bit. So I thought it warranted a place on the list. Is the leading man in that film in your list? He's not. Good. I don't like Richard Gere. Really? Why not? I just think he's a bit smarmy. I just I can't see him as charming leading man. I can I always see him as the businessman prick that the hero takes the girl off. <laughs> I'm expecting the real hero at the end to charm Julia Roberts and take her away from him. Yeah, it it does frustrate me. He he's he's very squinty. <laughs> he never opens his eyes fully, which which always makes him look like he's a bit suspicious. He's trying to look suave, but. I don't know. He was, he, was, he, was in, he was in a weird, he's in that weird movie period in the 90s where the best, where like in the 90s, the thing to make was slightly erotic thrillers. Mm. Where it was just, everything was a little bit tense and all the music was a little bit kind of on edge and, you know, and it wasn't a thriller as in like there was car chases and explosions and bombs. It was thriller because, you know, Ooh. someone might find out something shady is going on and, is this yeah. woman a killer? And oh, and it's just, I don't care enough about you, Richard Gear. So I've never, <laughs> I've never been a fan. That's probably why he's not in either of our lists. That's probably why. <laughs> I don't know what Richard Gear's breakout role is. Don't know about his career. Don't know, I'm just. No. Right. Go on. Your number five is massively different to yours. Brilliant. Mine is legendary quality thespian Dave Batista from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies and I've picked Guardians of the Galaxy's breakout role now bear with me bear with me all right it's a very difficult thing to do to go from professional wrestling into movies and be taken seriously only a few people have managed to do it the rock being the one of them that's managed to do it okay Uh John Cena's trying the guy that under the radar that you almost forget that he was a WWE wrestler is Dave Batista. 
because he did such a great job in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, he was then in Sky, uh, Skyfall Spectre. No, Spectre he was in. He was then in Spectre. Okay, he's been in Blade Runner 2039 or whatever, whatever, whatever the numbers are after that film. Okay, he's in, like, he's headlining his own movies. He's just been in the trailer, just to date this, he was in the trailer for the new Zack Snyder movie. He's, you know, he's, he's a proper, renowned, decent actor now, and he's moving away from that kind of wrestling stigma and you know what he's good he's actually a highlight of those movies he's he's, he does something different in them and you watch them and go he can do this he's quality in these films and there's something about just a good old muscly proper action hero which is what uh dave batista is all about so dave batista from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. I feel like I'm going to have to defend myself a little bit more because you picked friggin' <laughs> Julia Roberts' Pretty Woman as your number five. <laughs> I, I'll give you that. I think old Dave Batista's a, a decent choice. Um, top five of all time is quite a quite a uh, declaration. But I think breakout roles, though. Breakout roles. Yeah. The, the role of of um, of what's his name in Guardians of the Galaxy? That's bad, isn't it? Oh, Drake right. Drago, Draco, Drago, Drago. Uh, yes. Let's go with yes. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> the role of the role. I mean, Drax. His name is Drax. Drax. Um, he's he's great in that, and it's a bit un unexpected. Yeah. Unspectacular. Um, no, unexpected. Not unspectacular. sorry. Unexpected. He's great, he's great in those films. He is very good in those films. Yeah, he does play a good comedy role. Considering um, he's up against a tree, a raccoon, and Chris Pratt, he holds his own. Some would say he's probably the best thing in those films. Well, yeah, which which sort of, yeah, yeah, you're, you're quite right. You're quite right. I, I don't know why I if, feel the need to defend this so much. <laughs> if your breakout role is dressing up in green body paint with some red tattoos on you, then all speed to you. All speed, Dave Batista. I made him famous. It did. He's, he's in Endgame. He's in. He's in. He's in the the series. He is. All right, fine. Your number four, Dave. <laughs> my number four. So my number four is again uh, similar similar to Dave Batista. I think he's he's quite an on on people wouldn't have put him on this list. He's not not a great actor or anything. Not been in anything big. Um, the film's Bad Boys, and I've gone for Will Smith. Sorry, who? <laughs> Williard Smith is ah, um, Williard, Williard Smith the third. Yes, okay. You, yes, you might know him. He's um, he's with he, he's done some bit work with uh, Jazzy Jeff. Remember, Jazz, you know Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff. Oh, Jazzy Jeff. Oh yeah, Jazzy yeah, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, do you mean Fresh Prince? Yeah, that's it. Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, one of the aliases. Prince. Yeah, we're not as funny as we think we are, are we? No, we're not. No. <laughs> so yeah, I've I've gone Will Smith in Bad Boys, and and the reason he's low down. It, or low, this low in the list is because he was already kind of famous from his TV, but this is his movie breakout in in this role. And Bad Boys is a good film. It's a funny like. film. It's a good action film, and the character he plays is good as well. And it's it's a different character to um, Will in the Fresh Prince, which I think is key because it it didn't pigeonhole him straight away. Unlike, I don't know, big muscly bloke playing a big muscly bloke with his top off all the time. Um, so yeah, I think it, it it's 
it was just a good, good role. Good role, great movie. And he's gone on to fairly big success. I'd fairly say. big success. Yeah. yeah, I'd say it's so. No, it's a great, it's a great choice. And I like the idea. What I liked about Bad Boys as well is he's he's it's not just a different character to the Fresh Prince. He's not playing a nineties sitcom teenager. He's playing a foul mouthed adultering cop in Miami an action hero, shooting guns, you know, all the rest of it. It couldn't be further away from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air if you tried. And he yeah. holds it. He absolutely holds it. You wouldn't know that it was like his, you know, because it's not his first film, but it's it's about his fourth movie, but you wouldn't know it. He, he's, yeah. he's a proper movie star in that film. Exactly. And that's, that's what launched him from TV to movie star. Yeah, definitely. And the idea as well that Bad Boys itself, it's such a proper underrated action movie. Because it's not got some ridiculous concept. So let's take, you know, it's not got like this bus, if it drops below 50 miles an hour, it'll blow up or anything silly like that. <laughs> the main concept is just, you know, there's a girl, there's a woman in witness protection and she thinks Martin Lawrence is Will Smith. So Martin Lawrence has got to pretend to be Will Smith for at least 45 minutes of the movie. And that's enough. Yeah. That's, that's your story. That's this. Not, and, and the rest of it is just Will Smith and Martin Lawrence bickering really, really well. Yeah. And then there's car chases, explosions, and, and then the rest of it. It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It, 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 it deserves another watch, I think. So oh, yeah. If, you have, if you've not seen it for a while, get out there and go and watch it. It's a good, good, good watch. Also, don't be fooled by the trailers for Bad Boys 2 and 3 as well, as bizarre as mm. that sounds. Because it's a completely different movie. As, as You know, it's not... Bad Boys 2 and 3 is how do we put a story around these five really cool action sequences where mm. bad boys is clearly story written first and the action makes sense within it. Cause it's not that action a film There's cool explosions and stuff. And there needs to be in cool moments, but it's not like there's cars falling off a car carrier while they're in a high speed chase or anything yeah. ridiculous like that, you know, where bad boys two and three gets a little bit silly later on. Uh, it's still, still solid action movies, but no bad boys. I'm all over it. Yeah. It's good. That there you go. Yeah, Will Smith. Right, you're number four. Um, different to Will Smith again. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, this one, this one is 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 classic breakout role. This, and it's if you Natalie say Optimus Port- Prime. Oh, right, I'm okay. not. It's Natalie Portman in Leon, the professional. Nice. So it's there. There's you could do a whole list of kid stars essentially. If you wanted to, you could make this breakout roles, kid stars, and there might be some in your list. I know there's, there's another one that didn't make my list that I think would make a lot of people's. I've this not is got Drew Barrymore of, either. You've not got Drew Barrymore. Fair no. enough. I've not got Drew Barrymore either. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Drew Barrymore in E.T. She always wound me up. Yeah, great. Whinging. Um, that's a pretty pretty standard breakout role. But Natalie Portman's is something else. Natalie Portman's, there's... I always remember the scene. The one that gets me is the scene where... And this is slight spoilers for Leon, but it happens in the first, like... 20 minutes at least Natalie Portman goes shopping for some stuff for a, for a family, her family get murdered. And when she comes back, she, the murderers are still in her house and she walks past her house and she's knocking on Leon's door, essentially going, if you don't let me in, they're going to know that I should be in that house. Let me, and it's just the fear and the like, but she's got to be calm. And the whole scene you see through like the peephole of Leon's door, where he's got to figure out what to do. And she's just a proper actress but she's yeah. like 12. It's bizarre. And the rest yeah. of the film, she's played like proper way above her years. 
and it's yeah she's she's great in it it's just a proper kid breakout role you know you look at it and go of course natalie portman's become who she is today because this is she's this is what she could do and she was barely had any acting experience whatsoever and there's a few yeah. scenes like that she plays the comedy really well she does a bit of action in there too but it's the proper drama roles that that sell it yeah stand standout role i think she's standout in that film although i've i've seen leon and i didn't like it when i saw it i didn't get it um it was all just a little bit gritty um i i, I think it probably warrants another watch maybe i wasn't in the right frame of mind when i saw it last time but i, I do distinctly remember natalie portman being a, a proper yeah light in that film yeah it's it, it's divided people now it's one of those things you look back at it and you go yeah it's a bit weird because it's it's because then leon befriends this 12 year old and they have a close relationship and i think people have looked at it since and gone i don't know if i really should be liking this film as much as i like it it's a bit mm. weird but i mean for the action in it it's a cool hitman film it's it's got like you know it's it's the proper decent drama story and gary oldman's just playing proper gary oldman villain in it which always is always a winner so ah, i love I, I think leon's a, leon's one of my faves so i'll uh, i'll always go for that one so yeah no nice. important in leon your number three, David. So, my number three. Alrighty then. It's Jim Carrey. It's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Solid shout. Solid shout. Again, not his first movie, but definitely his breakout role. And it it came in the same year as The Mask. And, um, yeah, it, it just... Jim Carrey went from sort of known comic to massive movie star in the space of 12 months and this was the catapult for that and did you know it was also the year dumb and dumber was released too was it really all three in yeah. the same year we watched, um, i watched a documentary called jim and andy which is about him playing andy kaufman in in man on the moon really decent documentary it's on netflix i'd watch it jim carrey comes off terrible absolutely right. terrible in this documentary because he played Andy Kaufman and he believed Andy Kaufman had possessed him. So he just pretended to be Andy Kaufman the whole time this film was being made. Wow. And hang on, there hang was on. A, before you go oh, on, who's, who's Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman is like a, a Ameri- it's an American um, comedian. He was a stand up comic, but he was in a, he was in, made famous in a TV show called taxi that starred like Danny DeVito and Christopher Lloyd, like a proper solid sitcom in America. But Andy Kaufman was like, obviously, and, and rightly, I didn't know who he was before I saw the film Man in the Moon with mm. the REM song um, Great Beyond goes with as well. Um, it's like a Jim Carrey series movie. Pardon? How does that one go? <laughs> you can look it up on Spotify. I ain't doing that. You ain't, you ain't making me sing on my podcast. That's not happening. Um, but yeah, so they had a, 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 like a documentary crew farm around. And Andy Kaufman was really annoying and really irritating. And he was just one of those kind of people from the look of it. So Jim mm. Carrey became this guy. And really right. well, like, like I think he, he might have even got Oscar nominated for the role. If not, it was close to it. But it's method beyond method. And yeah. it was like the director having to speak to Andy, you know, and call him Andy and just be like, oh, for God's sake. You know, and you're watching it go, give it up, Jim. Do you know what I mean? Come on. But... Yeah does reveal that in one year he made Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber. Now, that is a year. Yeah, that's 
that's a difficult first year to match or beat, isn't it? That. <laughs> but they're all. Th- I mean, those three films are amazing Jim Carrey movies. I remember that Jim Carrey period when I was a kid, because we were. I think we were the, also the right Jim Carrey age. Oh, absolutely. We were. Yeah, sort of ten, something like that. It's yeah, definitely a bit younger. Yeah, he's right up our street. Oh, when you, when when a man bends over in a film and talks out of his backside, you know. Ah, oh, I'm in. You've, yeah. you've, I don't care where this dolphin is. I just want to watch more of this guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. 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 Jim Carrey, so, good, good, good breakout role. Again, there you go. Yeah. So, right, you're number three. Who have you got? The Wrestling Predict Cast is a podcast like no other. Each episode, the Predict Cast team discusses, debates, and predicts the outcomes of upcoming WWE pay per views in an ongoing competition. What is so unique, you ask? This is an interactive podcast where you can go head-to-head with us and your fellow wrestling fans with a chance to win WWE merch each episode. Just search the Wrestling Predict Cast, subscribe, and take part for your chance to prove your WWE knowledge and fandom dominance. That's the Wrestling Predict Cast, wherever you get your podcasts. Completely different again. Brilliant. Couldn't be more different to yours. Now, you might not have heard of this lady, but this is, for me, proper breakout role. So I do what I normally do made a list and then i went on the internet to check that my list wasn't absolute rubbish okay. um so i'm at, by, by the reaction for dave batista i probably should check my list again but never mind um this person is thomason mckenzie you heard of thomason mckenzie oh yeah what an actress i'm glad, I'm glad you said actress <laughs> <laughs> and the breakout role is the film leave no trace oh classic now we have talked about leave no trace on the other version of this podcast views on the sofa um and it's about a a man and his daughter who were living in like a national park because the dad's got um ptsd from the war and she has been raised as like a bit of a nomad and to live in the, the the woods and everything and he gets kind of arrested because you can't just go living in national parks and they start to be integrated, and he can't cope, but she, she can because she's seeing a life that she should have had. And it's just proper drama, proper powerful. And for a first role, she just owns it. And right. it's one of my favorite scenes is where she, it's a wordless scene right at the end. I'm not going to ruin what it is, but it's it's literally wordless. You know exactly what both her and the dad, played by Ben Foster, are thinking without there being a word in it. And it's proper sad. It's proper desperate but it's just brilliantly acted. And then she's gone on to be in um, her most recent, I've seen her in is Jojo Rabbit. And um, she's in loads of other films that are upcoming and things like that. So yeah, if you're not, if you haven't heard of her, definitely like go look, look her out, but she's, she's for a breakout role. That's the one. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm the Googler. (laughs) I know it kind of fits most of breakout role when you might not have heard of her, but maybe this podcast, that's the people will have. Thomas and Mackenzie. She'd be one that you see her face and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. maybe. Thomas. Which you're doing now. And you're, you're clearly going to go, yeah, uh, yeah. Even if you recognize her. Because that's what you do, Dave. Uh, put in leave no trace. Yeah, let's go with that. Because there's no way you're going to be able to spell Thomas in. Leave no I'm trace. I'm sure I'm saying it right. Which will be a problem for my number two as well because I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his second name. Uh, 
No, not in that one. It's been a different leave, no trace. Yeah, no, great choice. <laughs> great choice, Ben. Great choice, yeah. Definitely, right, then fine. definitely number three out of all time breakout roles. So my number two. Yes, um, your number two. <laughs> we've, we've, I've mentioned the film already. I'm going back to The Mask again. Right, nice, okay. But I'm going for the the actor that I thought uh, from the very start, from our initial definition of what this podcast was going to be. First movie, classic breakout role. And I've gone for Cameron Diaz. Yeah. First credit is The Mask. And yeah, it, it's not a difficult role. It's not a challenging role. It's not, it's not making her do any hard work really other than be the the love interest effectively um but it broke cameron diaz's career it's a good film and she's good in it there's so, a there's, there's a skill to what she's got to do in that movie yes like legitimately i'm not 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 taking the mick there's a skill to it because she's up against jim carrey she's got to be it, she's playing like a mobster's mole isn't she Mm. and for a first film and the fact that she's 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 young when she does that movie as well yeah and you know it's it's weird comedy it's you know imagine being up against jim carrey in your first movie and he's just being i mean mask is full untapped jim carrey yeah you know you know what scenes there was where it's go right okay so in this scene you've got to get rid of all the bad guys in a stupid way jim just be yourself mate off you go and yep. Cameron Diaz is their first role going, how do I compete with this bloke? Like, what on earth do I do here? I think but the key I, is that she didn't compete. Yeah. That, that was, because it must have been tempting to try and mimic or sort of get in on, on some of it. And she doesn't. She just, she plays the role as well as she could. And it made her a star. Absolutely made her a star. It certainly Definitely did. where most people first saw Cameron Diaz. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I haven't, I haven't really got a great deal else to say than that, but yeah, I'd say put her at number two because this was genuinely first film breakout. So Fair there enough. you go. Your two. two. I don't know how to say a second name. It's, you will know who this actor is, even though I can't say a second. It's been, it's been tons since he did this movie, okay? It's Washington. Daniel, yeah, yeah. Daniel Kaluga from Get Out. Okay, good choice. So, leading Get Out. I mean, what a movie Get Out is. It's ridiculous for a horror film. It's 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 political. It's scary. It's freaky. You'd have no clue what's going on. And then when you do find out what's going on, it's proper edgy your seat. But there's some really tense scenes in that film. The scene where he's, are you? You've never seen Get Out, have you? I've never seen it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a scene and it's the one it's not a spoiler because it's the one that's in the trailer and on the poster but the the scene with the single tear and i don't want to ruin it because it isn't it hasn't get out hasn't been out that long and i don't want to ruin what get out like the 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 whole kind of idea of get out and, and and where that scene that scene is pivotal to the whole film that's kind of a click scene where you go oh god that's what's going on and it is that single shock and the single tear and then Everything else he's got to deal with afterwards. So he goes from the kind of chirpy, chippy boyfriend, then to the awkward, well, I'm meeting the parents, but this is weird, mm. down to just like a proper, 
I need to get out of here. This is weird. Let's get out. Let's bleed. And it's it's just great. <laughs> and now he's and he's gone on Black Panther. He's gone on to uh, Queen and Slim. He's now in um, the new film about the Black Panthers. Like proper epic movies, proper decent films that he's gone on to do and get out launch that career. So very uh, very impressive. Yeah. When I saw you know, and for for me the breakout roles, it's how impressive you are in your first role. Yeah, and he's great in it. He's absolutely brilliant in it. Yeah, yeah, and I, from from reading about it and from the the acclaim that he got from that that performance, and yeah, as you say, that the career he's having now on the back of that, it's uh, yeah, that, I think that one actually does warrant a place on the list. So, <laughs> so out of my out of my five, what I've I've got two that you think warrant my number one warrants every day of the week. Number one is should be your number one to be completely honest with you. Okay, all right, it could well be to be honest. All right, on, so let, let's see what your num- let's see what your number one is. So my number one is an acting role where the breakout star doesn't say a great deal. <laughs> we haven't got the same number one. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so my number one is from the Terminator. Oh, what a shout! I've gone for. Arnold Schwarzenegger. You, you, you were trying to think of any other actor in The Terminator then, weren't you? you couldn't <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. Because you yeah. did your funny pause you do when you're like, oh, this is going to be funny. And you went, I can't remember the name Linda Hamilton. Damn it. I, that was it. Yeah, I couldn't remember Linda Hamilton's name. Damn. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, Arnold. Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. So again, not his first film. He did. He had some sort of bit part roles and others and sort of led in Conan, Conan. Conan the Barbarian before that one. Yeah. Yeah. But The Terminator was the role that that made him and uh yeah it's it, it's a it is again one of the all-time classics and he is that is one of the all-time iconic characters as well which is why that one's number one whereas the other sort of um classic film on my list pretty woman with jude roberts is further down because her character is not one of those classic characters but the terminator is it's it's proper culture it's it's a cultural character isn't it it's a proper yeah. movie character it's it's gone beyond that film and yeah. the fact that he's really good in terminator one he's amazing in it and it's perfect because he doesn't say very much and it is that unrelenting machine but then in terminator 2 where he actually does some proper acting and there's proper mm. words in there and dialogue and he's got way more to do he still holds it he's still great yeah so yeah, as a role and a breakout role yeah brilliant is this the, Absolutely. Is, is what it is. I'm sure I read somewhere that he has like 11 words to say or 11 sentences in that whole film. It's, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm still content with that as my number one. Oh, too right, yeah. So Sorry. I'm intrigued to see what your number one is based on saying it should have been mine as well. I pulled a classic Ben. <laughs> right, okay. My number one's two actors. Brilliant. Because I couldn't choose between them. Excellent. Okay. My number one is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. Interesting. Okay. Won them the Oscar for best screenwriting. Um, Breakout and, screenwriting. And the for the for their first proper film, unbelievable. <laughs> yes, breakout screenwriting. <laughs> and they put themselves in a film that's proper drama, heavy lifting. They get to play on their Boston roots 
And they're both, what's great about it is it's a proper breakout role, but you've got people who follow each other, who have that, their breakout role together and then almost follow each other through a career. They're always yeah. near each other. They're always, but Ben Affleck and Matt Damon have gone down completely different routes from here. They're completely different actors. And you almost forget that there's that friendship that leads all the way back to there. You almost forgot that that's where it began with these two blokes who lived together who went, let's write a film and put ourselves in it. And mm. the film's amazing. Like yeah. Matt Damon gets all the credit for it. Cause he plays Will Hunting and he gets to, uh, do the drama roles and he gets to go up against Robin Williams and he gets that big cry scene where he's don't man, don't man and all the rest of that mm. stuff. But you forget that Ben Affleck's brilliant in it too as the layabout drunk friend who also gets that kind of sad scene at the end where his mate's gone off and he's left on his own. And he sees, oh, my mate's gone off to make a life for himself and I'm stuck here not making a life for myself. And it yeah. just proper launched these two careers and it just proper made movie stars out of these two two kind of mates who wrote a pretty small inconsequential movie really yeah and you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna give you that one as a as a, a classic ben move because i don't think you could pick either one of them on their own um but yeah it it, it definitely fits in uh, fits in the category those two are both both do like great roles and they're both going to be massive stars as well so um probably matt damon a little bit more than ben affleck nowadays but um, yeah, that's a great that's, choice. That's a shout, though. I don't know. You would, yeah. I, I think they're the same. They're still the same. Really? I think Ben Affleck sullied his, his star power a bit. But Matt Damon's made some stinkers. Oh, he has made some poor choices. <laughs> what was the one about the Great Wall of China no one went to see? Jamba, where he has really long hair and he's the only white guy in the movie. Vaguely, yeah. The Great, I'm sure it's called the Great Wall, or the Wall. That would be even worse. Uh, Clearly made know. just for the Chinese market, and they were really hoping that Americans would go see it because Matt Damon was in it, and no one did. Mm. Yeah, remember that. Uh, yeah, ben the, Affleck's, great, the Great Wall. The Great Wall. I, I ain't gonna see it. Looked awful. Ben Affleck's mm. Batman. Uh, yeah, but not a good one. Well, not, so not in a good got, move anyway. We got the Snyder Cut coming, mate. We got Zack Snyder's new version of Batman coming. New version yeah. of Justice League soon. This this magical directorial cut that's going to solve all of the Justice League's problems, which there were many of. Yeah. Never know. He yeah. could be the greatest Batman after this. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Fair enough. No, good shout. Right then. Good shout. Two, I'd say two solid top fives, but you've disagreed with three of mine. So, uh, foot, two of mine. Two of mine you disagreed with. Yeah, I think certainly a top seven. <laughs> or a top eight, depending on how, how you look at your picks. All right, then. I'll, I'll swap Dave Batista <laughs> out for Ben Affleck. So, Ben right. Affleck in Goodwill Hunting and Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. There you oh, go. you've separated them. I disagree with that now. Fair enough. <laughs> you got, have you got a quiz, Dave? I have. Um... Boxing fans, you don't want dull stats, you don't want so-called experts, you want a boxing podcast by fans for the fans, you want From the Canvas, a boxing podcast you'd make with your boxing mates but don't have to because we have From the Canvas, download or stream wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I have and I'm generally quite a proud man with my quizzes, I'm, I'm pleased with 
I come up with something quite creative. I come up with some uh, some something that's gonna gonna keep everyone entertained while they're on their commutes. And this week, I've let myself down. Before the quiz has even started. Before the quiz has even started, I'm I'm gonna sort of go in and say it's it's a weak quiz. It's a weak quiz. So strap yourselves in, folks. Um, Brilliant. This <laughs> this is breakout roles is is the the subject of the pod. Uh, in case you just read it already. about bread, I swear to God. <laughs> no. So what I'm doing, uh, I'm, I picked my top five, and I'm, ask, and I'm trying to break them out of the IMDb search. So I'm going to ask you, Ben, how many characters in each of the actors' names in my top five do you need to type into the search bar on IMDb before you get to there, before they come up as the top item? How many letters? How many letters of their name do you need to type in the search bar for IMDb before that actor appears at the top of the list? Okay, so it's a bit trivia than quiz, but I like it. Okay, we'll go it with is. this. So your, num- your number five was? Julia Roberts. So how Three. far through Julia Roberts? Three. Three. So you think after J-U-L, think, she's well, You put one. J-U-L, Julia Roberts comes up as the first option. She doesn't. J-U-L-I, then. It's got to be four. Nope. Nope. So she's not, even, she's not even the top Julia. It's, you need to go Shut Julia up. R. You need to type in Julia R to get Who's her Who's the top Julia? Julia Styles. In IMD. IMDB, have a word with yourself. In fact, no, she's not even... Julia Styles is in the top one. It's Julia Lang. Who's an actress from Tactical Girl? Oh, that fam- famous. What? I'm speechless. I've never even heard of her. I've never even heard of the film she's known for. Never heard of her either. It's a TV show. Top on IMDb. Tactical Girl. Maybe it's the biggest TV show around at the moment, Dave. Maybe, maybe. It'll be our new favourite TV show in a month. Oh, she, was, she was only in it from 2016 to 2018. But... Mental. Yeah, not, even, so... not even brilliant. <laughs> right. Will Smith. How far through Will Smith's name do you have to get? Four. So you reckon the full Will? I think you've got to go full Will. And you're right. It is full Will. It is all four of his first name gets you to Will Smith. Close followed by Will Ferrell. That's not bad. Then Will Self? Uh, Will Poulter. Well, actually, Good Will Hunting is next, technically. But Will Porter's done well for himself to be at least third on third or fourth on that list. He has done well, yeah. Ahead of Will Arnett yeah. and Will and Grace. Um, <laughs> so my number three was Jim Carrey. Three. You reckon the full Jim? Got to go full Jim. Yeah, you're right. It's the full Jim. Full Jim. If you type in G, it brings up Jing Chang Wook. Who's an actor in oh. Hilio? Hilio. Oh, okay then. Yeah, never heard of him. Nope. Uh, <laughs> right, Cameron Diaz. How far through Cameron Diaz do you need to get? Four letters. You have to go C A M E. So you, you've came. Cameron, yes. Cameron Diaz. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, you're wrong. I'm afraid. Unbelievable. Is it only? No. Is it only three? Cam? No, it's Camer. Camer. Camera. Yeah. There you go. If you go three, it brings up Cam 
Gigandon from Twilight. All the Twilight fans there going mad. Of course it uh, does, Dave. Obviously, obviously. All right, here we go. Arnold Schwarzenegger. So does IMDb start giving you options from the second or third letter? From the first letter. Oh, so you're hitting search. It's not like when it populates no, no, the search bar for you. No, I'm just popular. So it, it pulls down a drop down on the uh, on the search. Three. Arn. Arn's getting you Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not. Oh, come on, IMDb. It's... Have a word. You if need to go Arno. Oh, if you're searching A-R-A-R-A-R... Search A-R-N-I. I bet that still brings it up. Nope. Brings up Anika Pask. And then it's Army too, Hammer. There's too many actors. I love yeah. when I love when search engines do that. You meant Army. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here, mate, because you didn't yeah. hit X, did you? you meant to hit the M. I like that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So yeah, I, top for ARN you get a movie called Arn the Knight Templar. Starring <sighs> Joachim Natikvist. Ah, Oh, Joaquin. Not not Joaquin, like Joaquin. No, it's not Joaquin. Joaquin. There you go. So yeah, that 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 brings that the end was, of my very poor quiz. Worst quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, everybody. My you are welcome. Word. We didn't even leave room for the sting. We didn't borrow one. We didn't I don't want to sully it. You know what? We're not gonna do it. No, I didn't want to no sully the week. sting. For the worst. <laughs> My word. Right. <sighs> you are welcome. For this feature. Yes, please. What's my name? Right. What's my name again is when we take a deep uh, dive in IMDb. Um, more of a deep dive than what Dave did by putting three frigging letters in and find out what comes up. We do a deep dive in IMDb on our top name and we are sorry on our top film. And then we find an extra. We find somebody who didn't actually get a name for their film on their CV has a random name, police officer, guy in cage, man wearing big hat on tower. And we spotlight them. Okay. And we give their career a little boost by being named on the, that movie list podcast forgot the name of your own podcast there okay and this what's my name again this week is from goodwill hunting is steven trowski that's steven s-t-e-p-h-e-n trowski t-r-o-u-s-k-i-e and he plays the pivotal vital always important role in goodwill hunting of bystander Strong, strong. And, you know, and I've picked him not just because he plays bystander in Goodwill Hunting, but because it's a recurring role through other films, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator, returning for a role he knows best. People saw Stephen Trowski playing bystander and said he can do that again, and he returns to that role in the film that Dave's going to tell me right now because I don't have it up in front of me. <laughs> Live by night. Live by night. I like his known for. He's known for like a Batman cartoon or something, isn't he? He is, yeah. He he, he was in uh, Cape's Crusade of the Dark Hours, which I assume is the Batman cartoon you're referencing. 
and yeah. he played he played the classic character Mr. Fun. <laughs> that sounds like a classic. That's got to be that's got to be like Batman sixty six or something on it. That's got to be Adam West, Mr. Fun. Yeah. That's got to be a that's got to be a. I was going to say that's got to be a demented clown, but I think. <laughs> I think Batman might have one of those already, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd Tweet say me so. if you know the answer. Um, yeah, what I liked about Stephen Trowski as well is he looks terrifying in his IMDb picture. He does. Proper terrifying. He's mid. He's mid shooting somebody in the face, and it just looks scary. Yeah. But he's got classic. He's got classic extra credits. He's just got. Yeah. He's bystander. All sorts of other extra credits as well. Yeah. No, he's done very well, and he's also been in the transportation department as well. Which it's great. Is that the film or the role? No, the role. He, he was in the film was called Imposter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was yeah. in the transportation department. He was. And additional crew. Oh, that's one of my favourite for anybody. When you're he's known as additional one. crew, it's one of my favourite. That's a recurring <laughs> role there. So oh. the next time you are sat down with your loved one watching Goodwill Hunting, watching Matt Damon and Ben Affleck launch their careers. And there is a bystander who looks particularly frightening and looks like he would be a lot of Mr. Fun. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, that's Steve Ventrowski. He was also additional crew in many other films. <laughs> yes. I feel we started this podcast strong and our last two features... We're, we're it, not we're not up to the quality they usually are. No, it tapered out, didn't it? Tapered out. <laughs> well, we've had we had our breakout at the start, and then our careers just plummeted. So, like, like the career trajectory of Ben Affleck. You know, yeah. Starting strong, good middle, tapering off towards the end. Flash in the pan. That's us. And the plugs are going to be the Zack Snyder that's going to save his career with his uh, with his cut. So here are the plugs. This podcast is brought to you by the Views from the Sofa Network. Search viewsfromthesofa.com to find all the other multitude of podcasts on the network. If you're a wrestling fan, there's the Wrestling Predictcast. If you're a football fan, there's the Team Sheet. And if you are a boxing fan, there is From the Canvas. It's not just a sports network, but at the moment we've got a lot of sports podcasts on that network. <laughs> that's true. Very true. Yeah. Yep. Say goodbye, Dave. Bye, Ben. Hello, everybody. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You know, I hate this bit. I hate this bit. <laughs> I do. And I've oh, forgotten what I was going to say. I had a little spiel, spiel worked out. I've forgotten what I was going to say. Don't focus on how you say the word hello. That's the important I won't do. I won't do. Okay. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to That Movie List Podcast. 